This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermova. Today in episode 204, we're going to be talking about AI resources for your homeschool. I'm sure you know that AI stands for artificial intelligence. And probably you are thinking in terms of, uh, you know, robots that are almost humanoid, um, that can think for themselves when we're thinking of artificial intelligence. However, artificial intelligence is really just our computers learning to do things and make decisions based on algorithms that we put in place. And AI has been all around us for a long time. We just don't always think about it like that. So, for instance, my oldest daughter has just come to visit us uh, from the Netherlands and she was frustrated and was texting me because she couldn't log in um, to uh, Delta, she was trying to, well, actually it wasn't Delta, whoever she was trying to fly back with wouldn't give her her um, seat placing and said that she hadn't uploaded all her docs, all her documents, which is um, one of the things you have to do when you're flying internationally. And she had, and she was frustrated. So I said to her, well, try the chat. And she went on the chat and she just spoke to a chat bot, not a human. And just speaking to that chat bot, they it was a known problem. So when she described her problem, the chatbot immediately came back and said, oh, yes, we know about this problem. Here is a fix. Sent her a link. And she managed to get everything working. And she could choose her seat when she was checking in to come home. Now, uh, that is one example of AI. And I'm going to be giving you some others that you might want to use in your homeschool as we uh, listen to this episode today. Of course, it is also just there when you're using spell checks. That is just a form of AI. The computer looks and can now read in context and say, oh, you've used the wrong type of there. It shouldn't be T-H-E-I-R and puts a little squiggly line underneath it and you fix it to T-H-E-R-E. That is a form of AI you've been using for a very long time without thinking. We also know that there are all the algorithms that what we see on social media depends on on AI because, but again, it's been programmed to know that these are the kinds of things you click on. So therefore similar things should be things that are shown to you. That is the introduction. And now let's go into some tools that you may want to play around with in your homeschool with your kids, especially as you're getting older, you know, your children are moving into middle and, and high school. This may be an area that they're actually interested in working in, but they definitely need to understand more about what's out there and what's available. So for quite a while now, uh, Google has had experiments in AI, and I'm going to put the link to this and all the different things that I mentioned in the show notes. So one of the pages you can go to is experiments.withgoogle.com slash collection slash AI. There are lots of different AI tools there. Some of them are complicated, some of them are easy, and if you have more time than me, you can play around with them more. I'm just going to talk about two, and I will put the direct links to these two in the show notes as well. The first one is a lot of fun, and it's called Quick Draw. So if you only try one out, go play this one with your kids. So what happens is it you get 20 seconds, and you, you get given six different uh, 
things you have to draw. So it might say, for instance, ice cream. That was one of those when I, I played. I played this a few times. I must say, I keep coming back and playing with it. So you start to draw, and I'm a really bad drawer. So you start to draw, and the computer actually talks back to you as you're drawing, and it says, I see a triangle, I see a blob, I, or whatever. And then it goes, oh, you are drawing an ice cream. And you try and see if you can draw so the computer can guess within 20 seconds. And obviously, every time you do this, it learns a little bit more about your drawing style. And so now quite quickly, it can guess, even from my very poor drawings, what I'm drawing. Another one you may want to look at also on the same site is AI Duet. And in this one, you play some notes and then the computer plays back to you. And, um, you know, you can play more, you can play them faster and slower and the computer responds. So it's like playing a duet, which is uh, kind of fun to try out. So the next one is called autodraw.com. And uh, this was really cool. I, as I said, bad drawer, I drew a house. And then when I finished drawing the house, it actually then drew it so it looked like a house. And it gave me a whole lot of different options. And I could then pick the style that looked most like what I wanted. Um, and so, you know, I think that this is something when, you know, you're looking for art or you're trying to uh, um perhaps illustrate a slideshow or something. This would be a really fun tool. By the way, all these tools today are either free or have a free version. I haven't picked anything that you'd have to pay for. And all of them, you can either, you know, download them as a JPEG or a PNG, or otherwise you could also just take a screenshot and that would give you what you've drawn. So, you know, I, I got this house pretty easily and they're also really easy to use. I, I didn't spend a lot of time on trying to figure out what to do, but, um, it, it's just nice that as you draw it, at the top it says, do you mean? And then it gives you all different pictures and you select the one that's closest to you or you can go and start again. So that is auto draw. As I said, it is downloadable. Then another one is called instapainting.com. Here you upload a photo and this would be even fun to you know, do with, um, you know, with photos of your kids. So you, you, you put in the photo and then you choose your style. So I chose a photo that my son took years and years ago when we were in Honduras of a, um, a pine, uh, a palm tree. And then it asks you which type of style you want. And there's kind of a more cubism style. There is, I mean, they kind of show you what the different ones are. They have different names for them and they're all very different. There's one that's more like um, anime, um, it's just lots, lots of, lots of different options. Yeah, okay, this one looks like Picasso because everything is in the wrong place. Um, so I picked one and uh, I turned it into, it kind of looks almost like a maze background. And again, you can just save this and you can use it. Now you need to look at the, you know, if you're starting to use it for anything commercial, some of these don't let you use it for something commercial. So you just need to look into all those things. But this one, oh, I can see. Okay, so this one I did is in a Mondrian style. So if you know who that um, the artist is, you'll have some idea as to what it looked like. Um, so that's that's really fun, too, because it also it's a way of teaching art by taking um, a photo and then turning it from something realistic and getting all these different views of it. Uh, and there are so many different ones. And uh, again, this will be really fun to use in, in projects and, you know, um, you know so, but even just, you know, showing kids what they could look like if you take them and turn them into a, a cartoon. Then there is one called crayon, C-R-A-I-Y-O-N.com. So you have to add I into it. Now, if you've heard about Dali out there, it's um, 
this is actually by this same company and it's actually seen as being a mini Dali. Dali has sort of been taking the art world by storm and there are a couple of different ones that are similar to it where you can type text in and then it generates pictures based on what you're saying. And uh, I've been listening to different marketers who've been using this and some of them prefer different ones because of the different styles that you can get. Now, um, so Crayon is seen as being a mini Dali. You type text in and then it will generate a picture. And you can then take a screenshot of that and do it. So you can put in a phrase and um, it will come out with something fairly interesting. So, you know, at the top of it here, it says, uh, what do you want to see? You type in um, tree and you can make crazy things uh, blown by wind. Let me see what comes up if I do that. I'm on it right now. You can really get sucked in when you when you're doing this kind of seeing all the different options which is fun for you know your kids to see oh okay this one is only took a while i forgot i might not be able to actually sit here and tell you what it comes up but it's it, it takes you up to two minutes and it did take a while to actually generate it and then it, at the bottom it gives you the option of sh a screenshot um, that you can take of of what you've actually created um, I'm going to wait two minutes. I think you'd rather me carry on here. Another one that is also art is called Dream by Wombo. And this was rather lovely. And it's wombo.art. And again, there you type in, and I typed in this one. I, I did save it what I did earlier. So uh, I might be putting this in the show notes to show you. I put in cat on mat eating a rat. And then you got to, again, pick different styles. And I chose cartoonist, and it created a picture of a cat on a mat eating a rat. And you've got, again, here, you've got um, uh, retro futurism. You've got realistic. You've got, I mean, they've got so many different styles. They've got daydream, just so many. And again, you're just typing something in, and then it's actually producing the art for you to use. Then uh, let's go on to um, word ones. So one of these I've actually talked about before. It was on the episode where I talked about um, using poetry, uh, online resources for poetry in your homeschool. And it's called Verse by Verse. And it's also by Google. And it's sites.research.google slash verse by verse. And here you start a line of a poem. And then you choose who you want, which type of style of poet, and you get everything from um, Emily Dickinson, Robert Frost. They've got quite a few different ones. Emma Lazarus. Um, I think they've got Phyllis Wheatley, if I recall. Yes, she's on here too. Poe. So you write and you tell it um, how how um, many syllables you want so you, you get to have various different things and then they choose and if you don't like the line that they give you can choose a different line so again a fun way to do poetry to talk about the different poets um, I think it would be cool to actually like study some of these poets and then go and try and create your own poetry with their style then the next two uh, that we're going to be looking at both help your children to rewrite using different words the first one is called Quillbot and that actually helps you paraphrase a big uh, piece of text. I just went in and took a piece about Africa off of Wikipedia. And the first line said, Africa straddles the equator and the prime meridian. When I asked it to rephrase it, it said, Africa is located on both the equator and the prime meridian. Now, I realize you don't want your children to get lazy and you want them to be able to paraphrase on their own. So this is something you're going to have to decide exactly how you want to use it. But I think it's useful just to even show them how to paraphrase. 
how you can change something and say it in a slightly different fashion. Of course, you may also want them to summarize it, but uh, that's it's just uh, a tool that, you know, also as they're going into university, and I want to make sure that they're not plagiarizing, they can start to sometimes use these tools just when they're tired and brain dead to use to uh, rephrase things. Very similar to that is word tune. With word tune, though, you can add it to Chrome as a... Um, uh, okay, my brain is just, um, uh, so that you can just click into it. <laughs> um, so you can pick it uh, so number as an extension. There we go. You can choose to do it as an extension, and it will give you every day up to 10 free uh, sentences. And again, here, you can obviously just click on the sentence. I haven't installed it yet, but I can see it's like giving examples right now. It says, this opportunity interests me. It said, you could also say, I'm really excited about this opportunity. I'm going to tell my speech students, I teach speech at uh, a local co-op, that this is something that they should be using because some of them use um, word sentences that are not uh, very exciting. And this is an easy way, lazy way maybe, but still we can use technology as a tool. And if you can use this tool to make your writing, your speeches more interesting, I definitely think you should use it. And with only 10 a day, it's not, it's not too much. Um, your kids can't get extremely lazy, you know, if you're not paying for it. But it does give them the opportunity of coming in and just saying a word, a sentence in a different way and thinking, oh, that could be better. And I think over time, it will actually help your children to write better sentences themselves as the AI is helping them think this one through. And then the last tool I want to talk about today is Speechify. Com. I may have mentioned this before, I can't remember. This is a, a text-to-voice tool. So if your child is young and struggling to read, or you know, if you have visually impaired children, um, or if they just do better to actually be listening and reading, you know, so many different use cases for this. Speechify is great, and you can use it um, in your Chrome browser, you can use it on iOS and on Android, and it reads text. And you can actually go and choose the voice you want. Do you want um, a male voice, or do you want a female voice? And uh, that, you know, I can see, you can try it out for free. I'm not sure, I didn't look at the actual plans for this one to see if they, if they, if there's a cost involved at some point. Um, but you can get them to read whole books to you here as well. But you can, if there's some audiobooks on there, but you can, you can choose, uh, you know, how exactly, who exactly the voice is going to sound. And I think this could be a really useful tool. Okay, I'm just looking at the pricing now. Um, okay, there is a limited free one where you get 10 standard free voices and you can listen to just regular speed. You can, if you want to pay, um, then you can start to um, get more choices of voices. But, you know, 10 voices to choose from is quite nice. And if you pay, you can also get different languages um, and you can scan and listen to any printed text. Uh, and you can also listen at faster speed. So this is something that if you find your children are using all the time, it may be worth actually paying for it, but you don't need to. There's plenty to get you started in the free version. And you can see if this will just help, especially you know, also if you've got a lot of a lot of children in your family and you know one of them is struggling to, to read some things, to be able to say to them, okay, you know, you use this computer, I'm going to be putting it on here. Um, it's going to be in the browser, click on that, and it will read you what is on the website. So you can know what to do. 
I hope those were helpful to you. But just before you go, I just want to um, remind you in case you weren't listening in last week, well, for the first time, it wouldn't be a reminder then. But until the end of November, we get offering anybody who gives us a, a review, either wherever you're listening to your podcasts, um, iTunes is the one we'd really love it on. Or if you do, um, you know, just talk about us on social media, take a screenshot and email it to us. And in exchange, you can get a unit study of your choice free from Funder Funder Academy, our sponsor. There are a number of different ones. They go from fourth grade to 12th grade. And you can choose anyone you want. Uh, one of some of the popular ones are the stock market, uh, stock market, how the stock market works. There is um, one on how to create digital gifts. That's a good one for the older children. They can play around with that and actually create Christmas gifts as we're coming up to the Christmas season. So go to fundafundacademy.com and look at the unit studies, any of the $20 ones you can get just for sharing about us. But we do need proof. Send it to Meryl at fundafunda, M-E-R-Y-L. Fundafunda is F-U-N-D-A, F-U-N-D-A dot com. And we would love to give you something to say thank you if you do share about us well that's it for this week hope you enjoyed it and i will see you again same time same place next week thanks for tuning in to homeschooling with technology with meryl vandermerva visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com homeschooling with technology is a production of the ultimate homeschool radio network